Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so Phoebe, mm-hmm. if we had our own sort of MacArthur Genius Grant, mm-hmm. like a two dope queens one, who would you give it to and why? I think I'm going to give it to Rihanna uh, for her sitting cross-legged on a motherfucking jet ski. Oh, it was incredible. <laughs> you sent me that photo That's and I bonkers. died. It's bonkers. It's so not practical. So not what the instructor instructed her to do. So unsafe. And the best part is she looked fucking bored. I'm like, no one forced you to get on this jet ski. You have free will. And she's on it like, this is literally annoying. She's on it like she's at line the DMV. You're in the middle of the ocean. It is so beautiful. And she's so underwhelmed. It's hilarious. It's so good. It's really (laughs) unsafe. When you sent it to me, I was just trying to think of the technical aspects of it (laughs) and how you were not centered at all. If I had the category for our genius grant for that category, Mm -hmm. it's got to be Mariah Carey saying, I don't know her (laughs) about Jennifer Lopez. I don't know her. It's so petty. It's so petty. But it's also, you kind of respect it because of the commitment to the lie. She says you know her. You know what? I'm very forgetful. And you know that we know that you know who that is. Yeah, like you had studio time together. Like we know that you guys have been to multiple Grammys together. We know you know what the green dress was (laughs) that she wore with the split all the way down to her belly button. Hell yeah. It was iconic, but also like... Imagine being a person who doesn't know who Jennifer Lopez is. Do you know each other? No! Hello, what's up, lovely listeners? It's me, your girl, Ms. J. Willie, and I'm flying solo today because my work wife is in Croatia making a film like the mother-freaking beast that she is. Shout out to P. Robs. So anyway, I'm about to set this up for you. This episode that you're about to hear is super special. In fact, it's beyond special. This episode is for my 28th birthday. That's right, y'all. 2-8, always great. 2-8, never late. Just kidding. I'm late to everything. Anyway, we celebrated with Rosé. Duh. Plus, we have Nori Davis, LeVar Burton, and Beth Stellan. Enjoy. I know I did. Jessica's birthday show. Turning the big 2-8. And also, her movie, The Incredible Jessica James, comes out tomorrow. Only on Netflix, baby. That's right. I feel so, I'm so excited tonight. I I honestly don't really know what's going to happen. Um, so She's in the dark about I'm it. in the oh. dark about, you know, what's happening as somebody who likes to be in control. I will be talking to my therapist about this show next week. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm so excited you guys are all here. I think it's going to be really fun. Yes, it will be. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Cool, 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 cool. Um, Feeling so, good to be out of control. Yeah, it's been a good week for you. Your parents are in town. Mm-hmm. I got to see them. My parents are in town. Um, they're here in the back. My brother and my sister are here. So how's it been having your parents in town, you guys? It's been cool, I think. Um, they they <laughs> leave tomorrow. I, I live in Clinton Hill, so I've been taking them to... Uh, hipster restaurants, you know? Ooh, how's that been going? It's been a nightmare. Mostly because <laughs> they're like older, you know? They're like yeah. from Ohio. They're pretty set in their ways. And so, like everywhere we go, my mom's just like, I just want a rum and coke. And they're like, we don't carry rum here. We just carry like Kraken. I don't know. Yeah. Not crack. That's literally a rum. Cool. <laughs> and they're like, we don't carry that, but we carry like this custom mixology drink. My mom's just like, I just want a rum and coke. That's cute. And then it's just funny, like last night we were at a, a kind of really nice restaurant. And you know, it was one of those places where the chef is like, yo, every ingredient I chose was like locally sourced. I like foraged this nonsense Aww. or whatever. And my dad asked the server, he's like, look, here's what I want. Can I just get like some lettuce and then... If you could just put some, maybe a couple cucumbers and if you could just throw some cheese on there with some Italian dressing. That's insane. That's bonkers. And I was like, Dad, this isn't that kind of place. It's like, I went to culinary school. I'm not going to use Italian ranch <laughs> no. dressing or whatever yeah, you want. Like, it was like, and I didn't know how to begin to explain to right. but it. Was, and then I had to like get on the level with the server too and be like, parents, right? They just <laughs> Like I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I like... <laughs> Just, I was annoying, and then my parents were annoying. That's cute. Yeah. It was, like, really intense. Do you take your parents out when they come visit you? Yeah, when I did um, Conan last year, um, not sexually, but, like, I was on the show. (laughs) Yeah, when I fucked Conan. I just climbed him like a tree. (laughs) (laughs) That's a redwood. Is that when you get to the top of the tree? Yeah. Cool. Sitting on a face. Cool, cool. (laughs) I've never done that. Yeah, that's insane. Um, it's totally fine. But anyway, anyway so you took them out. Yeah, so my parents are vegs, vegans. Um, and so I took them to this place, Cafe Gratitude in L.A., which is like maybe Scientology. That's hysterical, yeah. Yeah, they're it's like... So, there's a vibe. Yeah, it is. It's might as well, might as well just like kiss your palms after right. you're done. Everyone speaks in like a nice, like, hushed tone. It's weird. And... Um, the, if you guys haven't been to Cafe Gratitude, like the menu is, you go like, I am grateful, I am hopeful, I am like whatever, and that means like it's a burger or like a smoothie or whatever, right? <laughs> and so I knew my parents were like, this is some bullshit. That's trash, but, yeah. That's so I, like, that is white nonsense. Right. Total white nonsense. My parents didn't go through this. Um, no, that's insane. Yeah. So I took them in. I didn't tell them that was the case. And so they sat down. My mom was like, what's up with this menu? That's a really nice read. She's right. like gearing up. Yeah. And so we, the, the waitress comes over to order. And I'm like, I will have the I am blessed. And it was like a burger. <laughs> and my dad played along. And he was like, I will have the I am grateful. And my mom was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's like... It's one of those things where it's like, take a stand for Flint. You know what I mean? (laughs) She 
was like, I'll have a Mediterranean bowl. And the waitress was like, do you want to say like the, I am like carefree? And she's like, no. <laughs> that's good. That's like not, that's like hell yeah, mom. Right. And then the, the waitress like left us with like a question to like pawn. She's like, just to have some table talk. And then I forget what the question was. It was like, what like what about life scares you or something like that and she walked away my parents were like why the fuck did you bring us here <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's it's what i was wondering like what is like the weirdest celebrity encounter you've ever had Ooh, i like that segue it was like a sharp i know turn. i was like no that's trash for you to drag sharp me turn. that's trash because this time we literally had a plan. We had a fucking plan. Sure, we sure. talked about it backstage. How dare you drag me in front of all these white people was, at my birthday show. It was I like, don't deserve this. It just felt like you like. I, did, we had a plan. I know we had a plan, but you're supposed to make it We like, don't seamless. have to sometimes. You know why? Because it's what? our fucking show. I know. I don't know what's going on tonight. I'm, I might have a breakdown. Oh, my God. I'm running on fumes. You know what? Don't. You're don't. being. You are. Don't. I am gonna because do it. I, no. <laughs> don't. Don't. You're. This is literally. Everyone is bowing at their knees to you tonight. Thank you guys so much. My yeah. hair like doesn't move. <laughs> it's like no, we're four C. Uh, we don't. We don't move. Okay. So celebs bad. My worst encounter with a celeb. Okay, um, do you guys remember the uh, the television sh- series uh, Sex in the City? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. It was, People are standing. It was it's, it was independent. Um, it started it's a as a GoFundMe. A and, <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine like a 1997 GoFundMe. <laughs> Be such trash. Yeah. So. Uh, so I'm, I'm super obsessed with Sex in the City, um, and uh, so in college I was an usher at uh, Shakespeare in the Park in Central Park, where every summer they put on plays or whatever. And um, I was working like the after party, and I was hanging out with a girlfriend of mine, and we were talking. And then uh, Rosario Dawson was in the play, and I, I didn't I didn't meet her at the time, but her boyfriend at the time was there. Uh-huh. And it was a guy who played Smith Jared. Yeah. On the oh, yeah. show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like. Yeah. It was intense. I was maybe like twenty years old. That's insane. I was twenty years old. I was a virgin, so this was like really intense. I was like, yeah. hold on till your vagina. And, yeah. Yeah. Everything um, is like it a was fucking intense. Felicity episode. Right. It was intense. I was like, we might fall in love. He yeah. might leave Rosario for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he might do it. I'm still using She was literally like a pussycat. And Jesse right. and the pussycat's like, no. Yeah. Um, and so he was like, you know, looking all model just wearing like jeans and like a white, like Hanes t-shirt. But you know how if the guy's like really hot, it's yeah. like. He's like ripped. I could take you to the Oscars yeah. in that outfit yeah. and people would be fine. Yeah. yeah. And so I had like my, my booklet and I was like, I was like, hi, um, I really love Sex and City. Uh, you're great in it. And I just, you know, want to know if like we could take a picture. And uh, at the time, I didn't have a, a, um, a cell phone. Yeah. So I used the, the like the store bought cameras. We had to like wind yeah. it up. Yeah, classic. Vintage. 
And it's vintage. It is vintage. Uh-huh. And so he was like, okay, cool. And then we posed. And he was like, oh, actually, I have red wine in my hand. Let me put it behind my back. We'll take the picture. And I was like, ah, oh, you're so thoughtful. Uh-huh. Um, so we take the picture, but I like am nervous that he's like touching me. So I literally just like slap the red wine yeah, yeah. out of his hand. Yeah. And it got all over his white shoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's a bad one. And <laughs> nah, that was bad. There's, and I was just like, you're great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I like ran away. So that was my, I embarrassed myself. My sweet girl. I know. Okay, so um, what's your worst My celebrity? weirdest one. Yeah. Okay, so I was about, um, I think I was about 10 and I was with my mom and we were dropping off my dad at the airport. Okay. And I was in the front seat and I was like, still, you know, I just, I just wanted to, you know, shop at Limited 2 and like go on AIM and like Wait, message my friends. Wait, you want to shop at Limited 2? Yeah, that's like literally not bonkers. Does anybody, like, did anybody here shop at Limited fucking 2? Like a human being? Don't drag me. Okay, so. What about Charlotte Did Russ? you miss? Yeah, I had that too. But okay. limited too, I was like, that's that's it. Okay. That's like what I want. It was marketed really well at that time. Okay. <laughs> um anyway, uh so um uh. <sighs> It's it's the LaCroix. Excuse me. Is this where the show ends? <laughs> Is our friendship over? We're like all going through this fucking collusion nonsense together. <laughs> I don't deserve this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, we, we had dropped off my dad and all of a sudden we see Jaleel White walk by to like the airport. That's cool. And for some reason my mom was really like beyond excited where she was just like, oh my God, it's Urkel. And then I was like, what? And so then she gets out of the car because she had just gotten back in. She gets out of the car. She's like, Urkel, Urkel, Urkel. No. That's what I'm doing in the side. I'm like covering my eyes. I'm going to diary about it later. Wait till I tell the chat rooms what happened to me tonight. She's like, Urkel, 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 Urkel. And I'm like, his name's Julie. Jaleel! Jaleel! Oh, and then no. he stops and he's really not, but you could tell he's like very perturbed because this is like an older black woman screeching his name right. by the sky cap. And right. uh, he's like, yeah, she's like, I love you. I love, oh my God, I think you're so good. And she's like, my daughter's in the car. This is my daughter, my daughter. And I was just in the car, just like window rolled up, like <laughs> hashtag Mariah Carey, I don't know her. And, <laughs> and she's just not letting it go. I'm like, cool, this will pass. So then she's like, no, 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 I really need you to meet my daughter. Just stay right here really quickly. And so she goes to the car, and she's like, oh, unlock the door, unlock, unlock the door. So I <laughs> unlock the door, and she opens it, and then I'm still strapped in. And she's yeah. like, come meet Urkel, come meet Urkel. And I'm like, mom, oh my gosh, this is insane. And so then she like starts grabbing my arm, and she's like, come meet Urkel. And I'm still strapped in, so I'm sort of getting pulled out. <laughs> Like I'm like Misty Copeland, like getting pulled out. Oh my and then God. finally I like unstrap at the last minute. Yeah. And then I like go up and I'm like, hi, like nice to meet you. And he was like, hey, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then that was the end of it because again, there were no camera phones. So there wasn't like right. anything. There, there's nothing to be done. Aww. But it was um, devastating. Yeah. 
Yeah. And deeply upsetting. That's which awkward. is why I'm like glad I worked it out tonight, which is why I was segueing it so hard. <laughs> um, anyway, you guys ready to get the show show started? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring up one of our favorites in life and also a fan favorite on the podcast. He's very, very funny. You see him on Comedy Central. He tours all over the country. He has an album out called Home Game. Please give it up for Nori Davis! Keep it going for the queens right here. Let them hear it. Come on. What's up, sis queens? How are y'all? <laughs> Brooklyn, man, what up? I'm from, I'm from Yonkers, so... Really? Yo! Come on, man, help me with that Metro North ticket. What's good? Help me, that shit $11, B. <laughs> Do you know that? There's that Metro North train? Have you ever heard of it? It's like the subway, but you don't see any dicks. There's no dicks, there's no panhandling, there's, there's nothing. It's, it's, it blows my mind. Like, so the Metro North is $11 on peak, and the subway's $2.75. So for $8.25 more, you're treated like a fucking human being. <laughs> you are a person. The subway, we lucky they just not like spikes on the turnstile, like just. <laughs> I made it in. The contrast blows my mind. So the, the Metro North, it has this HR person called a conductor. Right? So they on there. And they so nice, they take your ticket, then they go back to their booth, and then they tell you the stops. Like, we'll be making stops to Riverdale and 125. And their voice is so soft, it's like a yoga instructor. Like, and when you pass Yonkers, sit back and make sure your chakras are aligned. <laughs> and we on the subway, they, they scream at us like they are fathers. Don't hold the door! Who's holding the door? And I get so much anxiety, like, I don't know. I don't know who's holding the door, I don't know. I'll turn this train around. You think I give a fuck? No, no, I don't. I don't want to go back downtown. No, please. Can we? Are you holding the door, stinky man? Is it you? Can, can we all communicate? Who's holding the door? I want to go. $8.25 more. You're a fucking human being. And the Metro North, the windows are so clean. You can look out, you can see everything. You could probably eat off the windows. You could probably lick those windows and they'll give you vitamins. Just like, mm, oh, that's B12. That's good. Windows on the subway, they have graffiti in them, but it's with razor blade marks. It's like, what animal is scratching their story? Day six on the H. <laughs> it's like, nigga, the door's open. Just leave, you know? Have to be here. They need to know I made it. <laughs> Trey was here. Ah. 
Bruh. $8.25 more. You're a human being. And I'm tired of my homegirls always telling me, do you know nine out of 10 women have seen a dick they didn't want to? <laughs> my homegirl always, see, I see y'all shaking your head. I'm with y'all, man. My homegirl always tell me some horrible story. This guy was behind me jerking off, and I'm like, man, she ain't paid $275 for that. Come on, it's like she got her metro car, there was an asterisk and the MTA's like, you might see a dick. I was like, no, I don't want to see it. No, no, it's complimentary, it's on us. Don't you worry about it. No, I'm not in the mood for it. No, no, it's gonna happen, don't worry about it. You're welcome. Enjoy your sexual harassment. It's like, come on. I'm 34 years old. And uh, I, know, I know I look young, but, but you know, black people, we age like a Big Mac. <laughs> you ever seen that video online of Big Mac and the organic burger aging together at the same time for two months? Yo, after two months, that Big Mac looked like an Instagram model. It's up there like, I still got it. Look at my buns. And that organic burger looked like Benjamin Button. <laughs> Why are we doing this? You won. You clearly won. That's why I think that's McDonald's secret ingredient. Black people. Yeah, man, stay woke. You gotta stay woke. That's why they always have black people in those commercials. After those commercials, they don't, you don't see them no more. They turn them black people than chicken nuggets. They think I don't know. You ever had leftover chicken nuggets in your refrigerator? Like, they don't get old, they get hard. They never mold, they get hard. You open up your fridge, yo, what's up? Oh. I, just, I just want my leftovers, those my leftovers. You gonna eat me? No! Well, then close the fridge, okay? <laughs> oh. Nuggets are so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm woke. I try not to be too woke. <laughs> I can't be a conscious black man for the rest of my life. That shit is exhausting. It is, like, so I'm walk-on food, right, where we gotta try to figure out how to beat this Western diet, fatty, sugary foods, and it always hurts us. It's gonna hurt our families, and it leads to a lot of diseases, and, but I'm ratchet. <laughs> I love Hennessy. And the real, the best diet to really help you out through your life and be healthy and do your family chain, plant-based, plant-based, but it's hard to be a vegan. Like, I, I can't be a vegan and on Hennessy like that old. <laughs> you ain't never heard nobody on a vegan being on Hennessy. I can't be partying with my boys at like five in the morning drinking Henny, and they like, all right, man, we going to McDonald's. And I'm like, there's nothing out here for me. <laughs> 
Is there like a 24-hour farmer's market? Wait. Can a nigga get a cucumber? Wait, wait. Yo, why the hell you come out? Cause I wanna get lit too, Trey. Can't discriminate cause I'm a vegan. Yo, if there any vegans out here, yo, I fucking salute you, yo. Cause every time I watch a Netflix documentary, I'm like, I'm doing it. Fuck this shit. I can't, I'm, I'm not supporting this bullshit. Cause you know Netflix be snitching, right? So I'm like, they stay, I'm like, it, they stay snitches. I'm like, I'm doing this shit. And then day three, I am back, baby. It's like, it's like, oh! You know what it is? I would stick with it. I would be consistent as a vegan if a cow would come to my house every day at four o'clock like, yo, I appreciate what you doing. <laughs> like, I see your struggle. I see that chickpea, cucumber, wheat bread sandwich you got. And, I, and we, as the cows, we thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. This is so boring. I've been farting nonstop. Oh, do the pigs know what I'm doing? Do they know? The pigs appreciate you, my nigga. They see you. Don't worry, we'll be back here at four. Keep going, okay? Thank you. I'm gonna go drink this lentil soup, okay? I'm for you. Oh, I'm so fucking hungry. So God bless you for your consistency. <laughs> it's a struggle. Be a vegan. Oh, I try. Like, so now I try not to be too woke. Like I'm woke. I'm conscious. Like I can't even enjoy hip-hop anymore. Cause we know, we all, like, it's my culture, like, it, it raised me, but you know, we know it's misogynistic. You know what I don't like about it? I don't like the male ego in it. I don't like that whole, like, yeah, I stole your bitch. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I was whack, and she went to you. <laughs> like, stop acting like she ain't walk over there. <laughs> she has legs. <laughs> they take away woman's choice. Like, if you stole my girl, like, no, that, like, that's kidnapping. Like, that's a whole other, that's kidnapping. That's a whole other song. Yeah, man, took your bitch. Where is she? Jalissa? Jalissa, are you out there? Got your bitch in the club. Which club? Jalissa, we miss you. Please, hands on the ground. Oh, God, I should have watched her. What Migo took her? Oh, God. Your grandparents miss you. Jalissa, please hit me back, please. Niggas don't stole my girl, man. <laughs> See, it's hard for me to get engaged in here, but they take away women's choice. And there was this video online. They took it down. Rick Ross, he had this video, and the tag was like, yeah, sucking your bitch's pussy in Dubai. Good for her. <laughs> and why is she a bitch? I mean, that's... Why is she a bitch? It's like, look, if I was getting my pussy in in the free trip to Dubai, I would go too. Like, she knows what she wants. She ain't no bitch. What's wrong, Nori? My girl in Dubai getting her pussy eaten by Rick Ross. Aw, oh, man, she's a bitch. No, she's not. I had tickets to Dubai. 
I just had tickets to Atlanta. She made the right choice. Yo, you guys are dope. If you like any of these jokes, man, just, you know, just hit me up on Venmo. Instagram or Facebook. Hit me up on Venmo. Have a good night. Happy birthday, Jessica. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. What should I play? I haven't even tried this piano yet. Why don't we play a little bit of a piece that I think you might know. It's a new season of the Open Ears Project. I'm Terence McKnight, here with stories from people who share the piece of classical music that guided them through some of the most important chapters in their lives. Listen now wherever you get podcasts. beverages out. We usually have rosé. Do you want to have some little rosé for your birthday? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Let's bring out that rosé! to sing at some point. <laughs> LeVar, this is for you, LeVar. Thank you. Why, why would you, how long have you been here? Jess, what have you heard from us? Jessica, my queen. Oh, my God. Yes. My queen. Yeah. My birthday queen. We tried to get Steve Urkel, (laughs) but he was booked. (laughs) So unfortunately, you got Kunta instead. Here's what I'm going to say in response to that. And I, I mean this in the nicest, most respectful way possible. In this situation, Fuck Steve Urkel. <laughs> I will take Kunta. Oh my God, this is insane. Isn't it nice? <laughs> In honor of your birthday, Jessica, I have brought and worn my best T-shirt to observe the occasion. Black women are for grown-ups. Yeah. 
This is amazing. Okay. Uh, you guys! Wow. Okay. What's the story with the shirt? Is this an Etsy purchase? Where did you get this? <laughs> this is amazing. This is, uh, this is a gift from my wife. That's hot. Is she here? No. Okay. <laughs> this is wonderful. I'm so happy you're here. Maybe obviously. it's your birthday. I know, but like, do you live, do you live in no. here or in LA? Or? No, I live in LA. Great. And I heard it was your birthday. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> um, what? Uh, and? <laughs> Black women are for grown-ups, y'all. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm 28. Um, and you're 28. You yeah. are on the cusp of your Saturn return. Y'all hip to Saturn return? This is Brooklyn. Y'all are hip to the Saturn return. Right? So, Jess, your this Saturn is return... <laughs> Is that place where you return to the place that your planets were when you were born? Okay. Saturn is the lawgiver. As you sow, so shall ye reap. Right? And so it is no surprise that on a cycle of 28 years, we return to that place and we evaluate who we are why we're here and what have we done so far oh my god can you this be my like life so coach intense. yeah this is insane right did you see that i got like a massive crystal earlier from yeah TV? i saw that crystal yeah. it was great right it was given to you by your girl yeah right yeah, yeah totally right that crystal was dope as shit yeah <laughs> yes lavar burton said dope as shit i know it's like it's like it's, it's just like such a legend this like, is this so is crazy in, this is bananas Okay. I have a question for yes. you. Have you ever... It is your birthday. You get to ask whatever the fuck you want. Oh, my God. Okay. So have you ever been to um, California State University Long Beach before? CSULB? Yeah. In L.A.? Baby, my initials are LB. You think I don't sport the LB baseball cap every chance I can get? Wait, do you, though? Yes! Oh, wow. Because we have, like, a janky sort of website, so you, I like I that you know. ordered something from there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, so you have, have you been there? Yes. Because I think once I've met you when I was in college. Yes. What? And I know my mom's like, yes, you did. Is your mother here? Yeah, my mom and where? my dad is where here. Is so where got, are your parents? My parents are here. Where are your parents? Come on, Maria. Come on, Maria. Come on, y'all. Mom and dad. Can I yeah, just come say, on, come on, come as you on. make your way to the front, yeah, y'all gotta come, come up on to stage. stage. Come, come to, to the stage. stage. Come, come to the stage. stage. Yes. <laughs> For those listening at home, Jess just grabbed the entire bottle of rose and took a swig. Okay. Oh my God. This uh, is here like they so. Are, my dad's gonna. Um, Leon and Maria. My dad's totally going to fan, fanboy out on you. Ladies and um, gentlemen, please welcome to the stage at this time, Maria and Leon. <laughs> this is crazy. Jessica, are you thoroughly embarrassed yet? 
Yep, all of it. All of it, Jesus. Okay, so these are my parents. Um, this is my mom. You may recognize her from the best Two Dope Queens podcast episode ever recorded, our love advice episode. And this is my dad. They've been married for a very long time. Hashtag black love. And this is LeVar fucking Burden. <laughs> Mom and Dad, can I just say? Why does everything sound like a wedding like toast with you? <laughs> There's so much gravitas. Can I just Can I just say? <laughs> I am a big fan of your work. Your girl is about to blow the fuck up. Leon, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, I Mom, do. you you hip too, right? Right? Oh, girl's about to blow the fuck up. I feel like I'm at a barbecue right now. There's a very barbecue vibe. We're just around the grill. You know your dog's gonna do things, right? Flip that burger. And the it thing... must be really tight to like be able to do fucking comedy right now. <laughs> the thing that we are all most grateful for as Jessica makes her ascendancy into her rightful place in popular culture... Oh my gosh, yas. <laughs> is... is that she has had the foundation and upbringing and tutelage of two black parents who knew what was what. There are no accidents in life, y'all. Mom and pop, y'all did your thing. I feel like we need to lock it in a little bit. Let's just lock it in. You sowed the seed. That's unlocking it. The seed. Unlocking it. The seed to root. And the fruit of the root (laughs) was Jessica. This is, every line that you say is like a landing line. Like, I don't understand. Everything feels like the thesis and the conclusion. (laughs) So I can't tell with your cadence when it's gonna stop. (laughs) I'm almost done. You turned her loose. And she's made her mark on the world. The world isn't necessarily ready for her. But she's coming nonetheless. So, so Dad, how do you feel about all of this? How do you feel about all this, Dad? I'm enjoying it. I'm watching it. (laughs) Yeah! And Mom? 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 
how you feel. Spoken like a true mom. <laughs> Speechless. Unlike her daughter. Jessica, not to embarrass you. Come in, on. In public. We passed that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but. Not to put you on blast. But you are loved. Aww. You are. True. You are. You are. And, and this... They changed the lighting. It's all red now. Fuck everybody! It's romantic red. This is all due to the love that your partner Phoebe has for you. Your girl hooked this shit up because she loves you and wanted you to have a send-off on your 28th birthday that you would never forget. Like, on, in my will, I'm going to talk about this night. Like, my, a million of my grandchildren are going to surround me and be like, let me tell you, one last breath. They're gonna be like, do you love us, Grandma? I'm like, no, let me tell you about this crazy fucking night. Brooklyn, give it up for Jessica! All right, everybody, give it up for my mom and my dad. Shout out to my brother and sister that are also here and didn't get this embarrassment. As the middle child, I don't deserve this. <laughs> I'm already super sensitive. <laughs> okay, so, LeVar. Yes. What's been going, you, you are. Wait, you... I want to finish what I was saying, actually, though, is that <laughs> once we did an acting workshop together. You and me? Yeah, we did like a directing Whoa. workshop. What? At Cal State Long Beach when I was like a lot, like I was like 20, 21. Okay. Yeah. Did you, do, did you do that there? Were you like, help, help me? Um, okay. Okay, cool. And now I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Um, so you've had an amazing career. Seriously. Yeah, amazing uh, What career. was your favorite role you've ever played? Yeah. Of all of them. You know what, between... And, and, and I am so lucky to have had this trifecta in my career between Roots and Star Trek and... and are there Star Trek? Yes, yes. Yes. I'm surprised my dad didn't say yeah. anything yeah. about Star Trek. Are there any reading Rainbow? Yes. 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 Well, I gotta say, um, I, 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 I never expected any of this to happen. And um, of the, the trifecta that I do believe that I occupy, in my career, I am most proud of Reading Rainbow's... Wow, yeah, that's amazing. ...impact on a generation of, of, of human beings who have grown up to read. Yeah, we're reading. Right? No, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I used to watch it every day. Right? Every day I watch it. It's amazing. Yeah, I loved it. What was like the best part about working on Star Trek? Yeah, that's bananas. It, it's amazing. Do you have like any wild stories? Um, 
I, I will tell you that um, the seven years that we worked on Next Generation um, were some of the, 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 the best seven years of my life. Those, those people that I worked with, we have seen each other through so many things, through marriages and the births of our children and um, divorces in Patrick's case a lot of divorces <laughs> man likes to get married uh, and divorced um, we are fam to one another and, uh, and, and we tend to make one another laugh more than anyone else in our lives. When we are together, it's like we're in high school. It's, it's like we, you know what I'm saying? It's like we have that bond, we have those inside jokes, and, and we, just, we just love one another. It's, it's all good. That's so sweet. Yeah, I love, I love that. that. That's and that's amazing. real. No, I mean, that's, that's absolutely real. Aww. What would you say is the project you've done? Or I guess maybe it would be Reading Rainbow, but you also have Roots. So like, I was going to ask, what yeah, would you say is the, pro- the, the project that you've done that's had the most effect or that you get the most feedback on? Uh, you know what? I am so lucky to have this, this, as I say, trifecta. Between Roots and Star Trek and Reading Rainbow, I feel like I have... It's amazing. Um, I've been lucky enough to have been relevant for 40 years in culture. They're, it's, yeah. It's crazy, but th- because they're all such cultural touchstones, yeah, you know? Right? They're like really yeah. like just, mm, like you just feel it. And now I have a new podcast. <laughs> do you really? I do, yeah. What is it? It's called LeVar Burton Reads. Great. Oh. Aww. Is it what I think it is? Is it like, you read, you like, read stuff? You read children's books? I, I read... Short fiction in every episode. That's cool. That's and, awesome. And I love it. I'm so happy. And so... That's amazing. I read a, an episode of short fiction in every episode. I curate the episodes. And the only thing the episodes have in common is that I love them. And I hope y'all will too. And I really do believe that short fiction is a genre of literature that doesn't get in a lot of attention. And it's difficult, y'all, to create a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end that has a satisfying conclusion. I started listening to short fiction when I was a kid from O. Henry and Ring Lardner. And now, I mean, I, I love science fiction. That's my go-to genre. Cool. Right? That's awesome. That's the best. And, and I just want to read stories that move me and share them with y'all. I just want to say, you know, growing up, you've been a part of my life. Like, I remember... As a kid with my parents, we would just, we sat and we like watched Roots together and then reading Rainbow. And so like, especially in particular Roots, like this movie was so important to every black family. And like 
how do you process the fact that you like we live in a time where there's like no movie that's going to have that impact because we're all splintered off into our own thing and so this roots was just like this one thing that was an event for every black family so how do you we, process we, that we remade roots last year right yep. we remade that. it and i was an executive producer and my intention for being involved in the remaking of roots was so that this very important American story would stay alive in this culture for another generation. The, the idea that the original Roots aired 40 years ago. I was a 19-year-old wow. sophomore at the University of Southern California. Uh-huh. And last year, we introduced an entirely new cast telling the same story from a different perspective. And, and successfully reintroduce this story f- to a new generation so that this story may survive is really important yeah, to me. Yeah, it's amazing. Really important to me. Well, I just want to say, on behalf of Justin and I, just thank you for all of your work. Like, there's so Seriously. many... Honestly, because so many celebrities, like, they, they get caught up in the fame and, like, whatever. It's just about me. But, like, it's so clear through all of your work what your intention is. And it's not just about you. It's about educating people. It's about connecting with other people. It's about helping them grow. It's about moving and, the culture yeah. forward. Yes. That's the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. You are heroes of mine. Oh, thank you. Stop it! No, no. I'm serious. You are heroes of mine. And, and, and as my wife, Stephanie Cozart, <laughs> look at you. you. You know what? You almost killed that bottle, girl. Yeah, well, there was a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Black women are grown-ups, and y'all are grown-up motherfucking women. Everybody's got a story about a piece of music. I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's about pure experience, pure connection, pure joy. This song allowed me to survive. I'm Terrence McKnight with a new season of The Open Ears Project. Every Monday in under 20 minutes, you'll hear a different guest share their story. So you can start your week on the right note. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Next act, she is one of my favorite stand-ups. She recently uh, had a half-hour special on Netflix, and uh, she's currently a writer on the HBO series Crashing. Please Please give it up for for Beth Stelling! Happiest of birthdays. Uh, It's my pleasure to be here. That was incredible. I watched LeVar growing up too, and I'll tell you, I won't lie in a very, this is true. 
sometimes if it's like on an online form or if I'm purchasing something or a service that says, how did you find us? I'm not kidding you, I put LeVar Burton. <laughs> That's just a fact. It's a weird thing I do. And now I, I didn't think that it would ever come to this. Uh, I just did it because he taught me uh, so much. You know what I mean? Love the guy. So I'm here for the summer in New York City. New York uh, is, is the only place that I have seen a bird take a dump on the cash opening of an ATM. <laughs> Even your birds are like, let me help you understand something. <laughs> your money is no good here. <laughs> Just aim it. I tasted, I tasted my very first Chipotle burrito today. I eat them every day. This was the first time I like tasted it. Do you know what I mean? Normally, oh. I just shove it right down there, but I'm trying that new intuitive eating thing and it's really letting it sit in my mouth for a bit. On the set of, uh, of this show that I, they mentioned I've been writing for, um, I eat a lot and I've been eating too much, too many times, and now you can see it on my body. <laughs> Isn't it funny how that works? Uh, and if women's worth weren't based on our looks, it wouldn't affect me, but it is. And, and men know that, so they know that like the highest compliment they can give some women is like, you look thin, and that just like fills us up because we're so hungry and it's like, you know. It fills us up and makes us feel so good. Basically, the man is saying, I notice that you take up less space, and I like that. And then we're like, oh my goodness, thank you. Someday I hope to not even be here. <laughs> I love my body. I'm not in love with it, but I do love my body. Whenever I uh, get a massage, I just, I assume that the massage therapist is falling in love with me. <laughs> do you do this? I'm like, we're not talking, but I'm pretty sure he's impressed with my back. <laughs> Has anybody here, any women here been offered a happy ending? Is that... Is that two? I also got a, not that many. And I don't know if she meant like not that many or just that you guys were wrong. You know what I mean? The three people. Yeah, it's a man's game, really, the happy ending. I don't know if you know what it is, but it's basically when the finale to your massage is, is your jizz all over you. And I don't know, maybe they catch it. I've never uh, been offered it, but... It's interesting, you know, that men's, like, societally, your, your perceived complete relaxation, that that's, that's what it is. 
that's like your the, the most relaxation you can have. Basically, we look at your cum as poison, and we're like, get it out of them so they don't hurt anybody, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, we as women societally, you think that like our complete rec- relaxation is just like us like curled up on a couch underneath a quilt, petting a cat, sipping celestial seasonings, you know? <laughs> it's like maybe our shoulders would drop two inches if you just offered to like, blah, 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 you know, just like a little bit. <laughs> I, the truth is, I don't know how it would be it's if you did... If like all the massage therapists out there were like, yeah, you know what, she's right. Let's start offering it to, to, to women. I think, you, I think they'd fuck it up. I, he'd be like, whenever you're ready, sit up. And I'd sit up and he would just be like scrambling around the room and then like getting down on one knee, like, will you marry me? I don't know. You know, and I'd have to be like, I said down on me. You know, like not down on one knee. I just think that... You, men often assume that all women are very, like, wedding-obsessed, you know? It's like, we're not. I mean, like, pay us the same and we won't be. Do you know what I mean? So... <laughs> when we don't need you to survive, we won't need to marry you. So... <laughs> The ring is just like a signing bonus, you know? <laughs> so, I uh, used to babysit uh, kids before I was a comedian. I know you guys were looking at me like, she should be a mom, you know? And <laughs> I had that maternal instinct. I used to babysit this little boy in LA, and I picked him up from his preschool. I remember waiting at the front for him, and there was this other little boy that didn't belong to me that rolled up. And he looked up at me, and he just said, I can't wait for nap time so I can lie down and rest my weary bones. (laughs) What? (laughs) Which one of your terrifying parents said that? (laughs) Jesus Christ, is your mom a ghost? And then I took my kid home and I asked his parents about it. And they were like, oh yeah, that, that, that little boy's parents are undertakers. <laughs> exactly, yeah, so that was just like vocab he heard flying around the house, you know. I like to think every night before bed, his mom was like, all right, Nathaniel, let's go over this one more time. What do you do after you embalm the body? West, it's where we bones? That's right. Sweet dreams. (laughs) So I had to break up with that little boy. Just so I wouldn't have to, you know, see the other one again. Classroom pets are interesting. Uh, so let's get into it. Did anybody have uh, did anybody have guinea pigs growing up? Was I? Yeah, me too. We grew up in Ohio, and I don't know if they're native to that land or what. 
But we kept them in our garage, and in the hot Ohio summers, they definitely died in there. And my sister recently reminded me that we had named one of them Brownie, which in retrospect is extra sad. She was just out there, like, straight bacon at 375, you know. Then my mom, she let us give them a proper burial, so we just put them into the sandbox, easiest place to dig. And then our dog also discovered easiest place to dig, dug them up, ate them right up. Tragedy all around. I really feel like it could have been avoided if we just had a dad, you know? Like... I don't know what dads do. I just, I assume it's regulate the garage temperature. Uh, I've been doing stand-up for, I just basically have to figure out different ways uh, to tell you guys my parents are divorced. So that was, (laughs) make it fun for me. My parents divorced when I was like three, and then my dad moved down to Orlando, Florida to be an actor. (laughs) That's not where you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he moved down there uh, to be with my stepmother. And, uh, you know, as you age, basically, you learn that parents are flawed. They're just humans. But he would sort of, often he would choose our stepmother over me and my sisters. And I get it. Like, she gave him head and all we had were questions, you know. So... <laughs> As an adult, of course, I completely understand. But I don't talk to him that often just because he said some stuff I didn't really like for, like, 18 years. And, you know, you learn that, like, oh, I don't have to really talk to him. So I don't answer his phone calls, but, like, I do respond to his text messages. I've rationalized it in that sort of way uh, just because I don't want to be a monster. But he starts every text message with, Beth, this is your dad. So my, all on my phone with him, it just says, like, Beth, this is your dad. Beth, this is your dad. Which seems weird, but, like, he's right. I never save his number. So... <laughs> someday, you know, I will... I'll be a mom. My boyfriend and I, we've been trying and trying and trying, but I'm on birth control. And uh, it makes it really difficult. You guys have been such a wonderful crowd. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Our best-selling LeVar Burton and Nori Davis. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Solitaroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Irene Trudell, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. Hey, y'all. There's some banging exclusive photos from my birthday party on our Instagram, so please check it out. Also, if you're on iTunes, rate us five stars. I think J-Lo definitely farts. You think so? If you're eating vegan, you know how much produce you're eating? Yeah. She has the smelliest farts. Yeah, like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, all the green stuff is going to make you rip ass. She stinks it up. She's like, even if you were broke, my love. Don't go stop. (laughs) 